You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. HuntStand is the most popular and functional mobile hunting app on the market. With a variety of base maps to choose from, satellite imagery that is updated every month, the ability to check the weather, no property information, and even catalog your trail cam picks, HuntStand even gives you the ability to import pins and location markers from other mobile apps. Visit HuntStand.com or download wherever you download your apps. Enter discount code SN20 at checkout for 20% off. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin-cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. Moral of the story is Buck was there. With those. Yeah, bedded right on the cornfield, and I kind of looked at Damon and like fist bump. Well, all this is happening, we're running through like thorns, and our adrenaline's so high we have no clue what our feet are in for right now. Nothing made sense at that time, and we were just going. It was just, it was like go mode, it was like putting cruise control, just go. And I popped up and drilled him. And he ran 20 yards and tipped over. And all of a sudden, I just see the, the bow up in the air. And I just screamed. It was oh. electric. Oh, Me this. and Damon went wild. Yeah, I could have cried. It was, it was so relieving. It didn't even feel real. Just hearing your guys' story right now is, like, giving me chills. Yeah. You know, and to have, like, your buddy there. And oh, yeah. It doesn't matter what tension you had or yeah. what fights you had before. Like, yeah, everything that never goes happened. Away. Everything yeah. goes away. And the way you captured your guys' excitement is great. Yeah. It's amazing. And so it really brings back a lot of those emotions you know it gets you pumped up gets you fired up yep. so um good job yeah. good job on, on getting good footage of that welcome to the range podcast i'm ricky Bruley and with me is jake hollywood iverson join us at the archery range where we'll tell stories from the hunt discuss technical bow shooting tactics and gear and pick the brains of some of the most successful people to ever shoot a bow whether you're about to shoot that x for the win or send an arrow at a trophy buck, this podcast is for you. The Range Podcast is brought to you by Vapor Trail Archery, makers of the best bowstrings money can buy, originators of limb-driven arrow rest technology, and innovators of stokerized stabilizer systems. Welcome to The Range, everybody. I'm Ricky Bruley, and joining me as always is Target archer extraordinaire and uh, turkey slayer Hollywood. No. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't have a mic right now, so you can't hear him. Uh, We got kind of a ratchet operation going on here because we got got four people and only three mics. Uh, It works. Wasn't able to get it all functional, but we'll make this work. Uh, So bear with us on that. Uh, Again, thank you all for joining us uh, for this episode titled The Turkey Struggle Bus. Uh, you can also find this episode on our YouTube channel, uh, the Vapor Trail YouTube channel, so please head on over and subscribe. Uh, tagging along with us today is our special guests, Damon Wolf and Griffin Lavig of All for One Creative. How are you guys doing? Doing all right. Doing all right. Yeah. Just yeah. Uh, ended high school officially. Nice. So I'm happy about that. Last day. Yeah. Very, very free feeling. Yeah. But 
right That's on. That's good. And Griff, you got you got one year left. Yeah, one year to go, and nice. then I'm free. So. That's awesome. Oh man, I remember those days. <laughs> those were the days, yeah. weren't they, Hollywood? Well, you all have been seeing some content being posted on our social channels, uh, and a lot of the content's being created by these guys. Uh, both are very talented young men, and we're very happy to have them as part of the team. There's a couple reasons why I wanted to have these guys on today. One, because this season showed them uh, the struggle of bow hunting turkeys, and hence the title of the episode, The Turkey Struggle Bus. Uh, but they also like to hunt mule deer in North Dakota, which is a pastime that Hollywood and I both uh, enjoyed a few times. Uh, so let's start out with the turkeys, and this, guys, by no means uh, is an attempt to shame you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no shame taken. I think that we learn the best from our failures, so um, just tell us a bit about the struggles uh, in the turkey woods this year, what seemed to work, what didn't, and what you would do differently. Yeah, you want me to go first, or you? Um, you can go ahead. You had your first mess up, so Ooh. you start <laughs> Damn, right there. Right on the spot. Okay. <laughs> so I guess it started as, like, dang, we're, we're finally here, all the prep. Um, we got our reapers set up. We're, we're ready to go. Like, you look forward to it every year. You're so yeah. excited. That, like, turkey hype comes every year for me, um, whether I'm bow hunting or gun hunting. But so first hunt we got out, and birds are – birds are fired up and I have no you have the camera set up and I'm I'm first up to bat I think that was kind of like you saying like hey I shot a meal deer here you go <laughs> and uh so I'm sitting there with my bow and he's like hey look up and there's a tom right on our field you know fired off mm -hmm. there's a few others too that we can hear around us um and they come down to the field and you know they're putting on a show fired up gobbling and I was like, here we go, guys. Like, <laughs> it's on camera, like, first morning. Like, we're about to do it. This is what every turkey hunter dreams of. Um, they're fired up. They're fired up. We're light yelping here and there. And I was like, this bird's going to come in, get him on camera. And all morning, we just, toms were filtering into our field, fired up all morning, and they just got bunched up in a group, would not come in. And uh, rain was supposed to hit, and we just kind of sat it out because it wasn't raining. And then... They had kind of all filtered off, and I was like, dang, what's going on here? Mm. And finally, well, how did it, well, so we got bored. <laughs> so we kind of got bored of our hunt because turkey <laughs> hunting, normally you have like one to two hours, and you're like, all right, let's go eat breakfast. Yeah. Um, so we walked around. We actually picked up, you picked up a shed. Yeah. That's awesome. A uh, dinker. But it, yeah, it was a little guy. It was, but... it was kind of like, yeah, shed season's still going. Let's have fun. Those are the good ones, man. They're like a needle in a haystack. Yeah. You know? it, we're walking. <laughs> we're like, okay, let's go grab our bows. We're done. Let's go eat. You know, like Taco Bell's our go-to for sure. <laughs> Oof, man, that's dangerous in a it hunting is. blind. It is. You normally <laughs> eat it after you're done hunting. Yeah. Um, but we're walking back, and Griffin goes, man, there's a tom right in our field. And so we're, we're set up on the ground. We have, like, this little ground. We didn't even have a blind. We were just kind of sitting with our face masks on, hoping and mm -hmm. praying. Yeah. This tom filtered into our field, and it kind of started walking towards us. So I got my bow ready. He has the camera. And the tom kind of just, like, saw our decoys, would gobble here and there, and just putzed in. And finally it got to, like, 30 yards, was checking out the decoy, but would not come in. And I don't know, I got antsy. I got impatient. I should not have done what I did. But we're sitting there, and I go... You know, 30 yards, it's not ideal, but I've taken the shot at other animals before. I've practiced it. My broadheads are big. Let's send it. Um, I was confident. I He was recording. I drew back. 
took my time. What was interesting about that is I was freezing, like I was cold and I could barely like, I was shivering. He was looking at me. My arrow tip was like, just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, That's beautiful. I'm like, this is, I'm not going to shoot this turkey. Cause like I'm impatient. It's almost like I need it to like survive. Cause mm-hmm. I can't feel my hands. Mm-hmm. So I draw back and you know, seeing like past turkey shots and kind of seeing where to hit. I aimed uh, right where I thought I should hit him. Watch my light knock sink into him. By now it's raining uh, slightly. So the arrow went through the rain, hit him right in the, what I thought was the boiler room. Had full confidence, like going to pick up the arrow that the bird would be laying dead in the in the, the woods after it flew off. No, uh, we, we recorded all and there's no bird. I checked the arrow, feathers, feathers, a little bit of blood, thinking it's from breast, but it was just, we tracked it for probably 45 minutes after to give respect to the animal, found no blood, no bird. So that was like opening day, first like hour of hunting. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like one of those situations where if you're sitting there with a shotgun, like you're already eating breakfast, you know, you're already walking back to the truck, 25 pounds heavier. Yeah, um, yeah. but, and, and I was like, you know what? Like, it's a mistake. We post it cause we didn't want to hide anything. We post it, showed people like what happens when you're turkey hunting and yeah. So like still high hopes, you know, that sucked, but still high hopes going into the season. And that shot that Griff got with the camera yep. is, is unbelievable, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, it's, it's actually part of our commercial that mm-hmm. comes up in the middle of the YouTube portion. And it's just how the mist is coming off that arrow is when just amazing. Pissed. You can see that lighted knock and then you can see it kind of disappear. And obviously when you play it back, you're like, okay, you, you know, it's not a lethal shot. Right. But, yeah. um, it's that reminder, right? Again, we're going back to the failures, right? So you have that reminder where like you go back and you can watch it and you're like, okay, now I, you know, I know that's yeah. going to play over and over oh, and over yeah. again in your head from here on out. So um, and also great. We could use it for a commercial. Yeah. So we appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. No, no problem. I would, yeah. It was just like, I was editing it and like, you know, in the moment you're like, man, I smoked it. And like, that's one of the biggest things for me as a hunter is like, I just need to take my time. Cause like I shoot and then I kind of freak out a little bit and it's mm-hmm. like in those moments every time. And that's why I'm thankful for him. Cause I have this like rapid, like, Oh my gosh, this just happened. Mm-hmm. Like attitude yeah. where he's more like relax life is still like, we're still good. Like breathe. <laughs> and like, that's yeah. good to have on hunting trips. Cause Absolutely. like I freak out and I just go like bonkers and he's like, mm-hmm. just calm down. We'll find the Turkey. If it's dead, if it's not dead, we're not going to find it anyway. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, it didn't hurt like a ton until I started editing it and color grading it for all you camera nerds. Like yeah. once you add the color and you slow it down, it, it's just like, Oh, like if it could have just been like that far to the right, mm-hmm. it would have been like an insane video. But yeah, that was like how we started, which isn't a really great way to start. And then from there, it just like, I don't know, I don't even remember, like turkey season just flies right by us. Like mm-hmm. it, it just happens and then it's gone. And it, it, I mean, there's multiple other stories I could tell too of. Right. I think, I think where it all went wrong is we got a little cocky and I decided to put a decap on. Mm-hmm. And that's oh, yeah. when it really got bad. Cause we'd, we'd set up and decoys at 15 yards and we couldn't figure out what was really making them mad, what what would get our turkeys in to range. Mm-hmm. And uh, we tried all sorts of different decoys, all that, uh, different setups, and it just it didn't work. Yeah. We couldn't get one into, into 15 where we wanted them. And then uh, it came to – we had multiple hunts mm-hmm. where they'd 
25 30 yards 30 yards and with a decap i was Mm -hmm. yeah not ready to do that but the the whole deal was we could have killed a bunch of turkeys damon could have shot turkeys that were beyond 15 but we wanted that 15 yard 15 yard decap shot Mm -hmm. because that would have been really good footage and that that was our whole goal there yeah yeah and one of the another big thing was like when you film like his schedule and my schedule, like they don't like always go together. Like yeah. when we're filming, we still have to film and get like the job done. But at the same time, we still have our lives that we have to live. Sure. So like there was situations where I'd have like birds, like, like, you know, like where you just had, the, if you would have just had that camera guy, there would have been that slight possibility that it might've worked. Mm-hmm. For example, I have, I had a spot. Well, no, I still have the spot um, <laughs> in a certain area uh, near my home, which is like 10 minutes away. So I can like book it out there, see if there's birds. If not, I can leave. Well, there was birds there um, on the bottom side of this hill, and I figured I'll set up on the back side. And I was actually planning on going there with a blind to set up for just the rest of the morning and kind of see what puts through. But those mm-hmm. birds were already out there. So I quick grabbed the camera on the tripod, set up lav mics. Like, I was freaking out. <laughs> That's another thing. Is like, if you would have been there, it might have been a little bit more calm and relaxed mm-hmm. of a hunt. Yeah. But we, um, I got set up. I called these, this Tom. He fires off, like I waited a little bit. He fired off again closer, fired off. And then I like started calling to the hen. I got the hen all riled up. Mm-hmm. And then the hen poked its head, looked at my decoy and kind of just walked in, you know. Then all of a sudden I saw that Tom, and he saw that decoy and just booked it in. And like we were talking before this hunt, like this is the footage we want. Like bird yeah. running in, beating yeah. it up, killing it, like walking out. Like that's like the dream hunt mm-hmm. when it comes to turkey hunting. But... <laughs> So all of a sudden I'm set up self-filming this turkey and he's running in he's at 18 yards and like less than five minutes of sitting down. And I'm just sitting there, sitting there, he's beating it up, which you can see on our Instagram, that footage of the Mm slow-mo of him beating that up. And I went to draw and my top limb hit this branch because I didn't have time to set up a blind. It hit the top branch, the hen spotted me, Tom saw me and they booked it. Yeah. And that was just one of those hunts where it's like, if we had a blind, like every hunt we've been on, it was just like, what if, what if, what if yeah. it was never like, Oh, we did it. Mm-hmm. Which I think is just, just uh, <laughs> a part of Turkey hunting. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of goes back to the ep- episode previous, like we were talking about where Johnny said, even the, even the most experienced hunters run into this with turkeys. Like you can, they, they can spin on a dime mm-hmm. and start and start patterning completely different and doing something completely different. So, um, what, the big question is, what do you think that you would do differently next year? Like, what's the big thing that stands out? Do you want to go? Because I know my answer. Honestly, next year might be a little bit better with Damon not being in school. Obviously, I'll still be in school, which mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to set up our schedules. But uh, You'll be skipping for sure. Yeah, I'll <laughs> skip some school to kill some turkeys. But um, I think... Honestly, the weather, if the weather wasn't the way it was, I think yeah. we'd have done a lot better right away. But um, other than that, I don't think there's a lot I would change. Mm-hmm. I think we we had a plan. We stuck to it. We were like, um, we want a bird in the decoys if we're going to shoot it. So mm-hmm. we stuck to that. That held us back a little bit, but we, we wanted to be dedicated and mm-hmm. have good content to put out. Right. So. Yeah, and that's the thing is like we've both shot turkeys. We've both gotten that like excitement from shooting one. And this year with like camera equipment and, and running the, the page, we wanted to get like that perfect shot and that required doing the decap slow motion stuff. So that put a halt, like a end to a lot of possible turkey kills. Um, yeah, I don't think people realize how difficult it is to film 
and and be successful. Yeah. Film, uh, yeah. yeah, filming an animal get shot is like killing twice. Like you have to get on camera and you have to shoot it. So I tried for the longest time, and finally I just get. I'm like, I'm not going to get around cameras yeah. anymore. Uh, I just you know, and I, I was able to kind of enjoy my time a little bit more. And again, like you've got a much deeper passion for photography. You guys mm-hmm. do, you know what I mean? I was, I've always kind of been just a Jack of all trades. So I've never really gotten super deep into certain things aside from archery. So, um, and, and some of the technical stuff, you know, a lot of the things are, uh, a lot of the cameras are, are much more user-friendly. The interfaces mm-hmm. are a lot better than what they used to be. Yeah. So that helps out too. But yeah, that, having a camp being successful in heart, killing an animal and also getting it on camera is definitely oh, yeah. tough. You guys got a tough job ahead. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I never understood that excitement until I like filmed him kill a couple mm-hmm. of things. It's like, once you get that kill shot, you're just like, even as the camera guy, there's just a array of emotion that comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, even though you didn't sling the arrow, you're still like a part of that hunt. Yeah. Um, and being able to look back at it, is is my favorite part and and being able to create an experience like in real life and then being able to go back and see it visually like on socials Mm -hmm. like that's that's awesome i constantly find myself scrolling and looking at past posts and experiences and being able to capture the raw experience and not so much like the the fake stuff Mm -hmm. is more what i like as well yeah for sure that's awesome man well next year yeah, next what I'm going to change next year is I'm buying a gun tag. <laughs> yeah. And I'm taking out first weekend. We can we can do that. I'll <laughs> I'll stick to the bow. Yeah, I I just since I find more passion like filming, I just want to focus on filming next year like yeah. this year or next year I just want to get my gun tag, kill my bird and just focus on filming cuz trying to film and hunt, you kind of like half-ass it yeah. in a way mm-hmm. um, even though it's still a good quality uh, mm-hmm. production you're still kind of half-assing it so being able to just fill my tag and then go full swing with him is going to be what I want to do because we'll be able to make make something out of it yeah well and like I like I was telling you before the season started uh, the reason I like to get the gun tag it limits your time but if you if you're if you can kind of observe you know, the weather patterns and how mm-hmm. things are, you know, how much snow have we had? How late did we have snowpack? Cause that always plays a role. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that can kind of help you determine what season you want to hunt in. And mm-hmm. I, based on that, based on my prediction, I picked C and I was wrong, you know, cause the weather was horrible and they mm-hmm. still weren't really quite responding the way that I would like have liked them to. But that's the beauty with the gun tag is you can still use a bow. Yeah. And not only during that first season, but then the last two, mm-hmm. you know, so then, so you've got both options, but it, yeah. it definitely limits your time, yeah. you know, but I, I started getting away from, um, trying to get in on the first couple of weeks just because one, there's so much pressure and two, usually the snowpack pushes, pushes their breeding back yeah. and the weather pushes their breeding back. And so I've never had any, I've never had good experiences early season, but you guys obviously did. You've got good good ground that you can hunt so that helps too so well and that's the thing is after this season is i have like i have pretty good confidence next year in any season we like i buy a tag in like preferably like weather i'm gonna look at the weather but like every weekend we were getting on a decent amount of birds there was better weekends than others but 
Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, I think we we got excited. We went in a yeah. lot earlier than we should have. Um, as soon as a, as soon as season kicked in, we were out and going, freaking out, and I were going too, on for the record. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like you wait all winter, mm-hmm. and then once that opening day comes, you're like, "Where's the first gobble?" Yeah. Right. And, and especially the first couple of days leading up to the first hunt, mm-hmm. you're you're roosting birds, you're driving around, seeing them starting to strut a little bit, and yeah. That's what gets me going. Yeah, and we, we kept going on all of our other properties, and we hunted, like, most of our options right away just trying to get that get a bird killed. Mm-hmm. And I think we messed up because we were in there before they were even fired up. Yeah. And to do what we wanted to do, we needed fired up birds to come into the decoys and yeah. get the crap out right. of it. So They right. already figured us out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Hollywood, as we mentioned in the previous episode, you worked pretty hard this year, and uh, you finally made it happen, bud. Just maybe. So proud of you. <laughs> yeah. So how'd that all go down? What I mean, honestly, what kept get, what kept getting you up at 4 o'clock in the morning every day? I mean, because that's tough. That big old fan. Yeah, right? <laughs> but I'll go deeper into it. Damn gobblers. Uh, yeah, I'm part of the uh, whole team with um, – Struggle bus with these guys. I mean, oh, it was yeah. awesome. We all struggled <laughs> all season. Um, did you guys hunt public land at all? No. Okay. So it's private. Yeah. It's it private. Okay. Yeah. I. I. Well, on the last episode, we went over most of that. I was doing public land grind, and that was it was pretty tough. Um, yeah. Public yeah, stuff. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Keeping me going. 4 a.m. was just having that tail fan. But, <laughs> um, and like, uh, Damon said, you know, you come out of winter and it's just like, now we're, now we're going like mm-hmm. something to chase again. Um, yeah, I did a couple more public land stints and it was just, I don't know, just wasn't producing the, the gobbles were just kind of going away. Stupid just, turkeys. Yeah. <laughs> it was dumb. But yeah, I mean, I, I had some opportunities for private land. Um, I alluded to that in the last episode and hit up the one turkeys didn't work there at all. Um, and then went to the other and that was the success, but, uh, what we, what Johnny calls the promised land. Yeah. The promised land. I, I was offered to go there. So, um, but yeah, uh, I was just going to say that, um, like on the public land stuff, it was just so pressured where, like next year when I do things differently, I might honestly try to go really early. I don't know if that's going to kick me in the butt. Like I'm still new try to it. this. I'm asking everyone like, yeah. I don't know. Cause my public land, I was just, it was heavily pressured, like more toward the middle and the end where I was just seeing dudes all the time. And I think that cold weather might kick some guys out of there, mm-hmm. you know, fair weather hunters. So, mm-hmm. um, I was just thinking maybe, maybe they'll save me. Um, next year, maybe I'll get them when they're dumb. I don't know, but, um, <laughs> are you going to do that with a shotgun or a bow? Oh, hell early, no. Early. No. Bow? Guns are oh, only gun. for the ducks, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like a wimp now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm a little more hardcore. I think uh, a little more sick than I think most. <laughs> I, sick I, for it? I'm yeah, <laughs> definitely sick gear, baby. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, the snowpack was a big thing though. Like yeah. this year, it was so deep, like yeah. the beginning of the year. It's still like three feet deep, like one week before season. It's like, mm-hmm. this is going to screw our whole season up. Yeah, it was wild. But yeah, I ran into a lot of problems with hens and toms. But yeah, this last weekend, finally tagged out, got her done. But 
I feel like not as amped up about it because this is the private land. And I'm just like, man, it was the whole journey was for public, but whatever. I'll take a Jake at the end. So, yeah. Um, Maybe yeah. I mean, turkey's a turkey, yeah. man. I don't, I don't care. I'll yeah. I'm stoked. I'm going to eat one of the breasts tonight. So nice. it, it, I cooked up a mean turkey last year and I'm just like, I'm excited for that again. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, this last weekend I just went out. It was hot as heck. <laughs> um, had all the bug spray, uh, was sponsored by Sawyer. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was, Sawyer sponsored with a 50, 50 gallon drum of, uh, permethrin for you yeah yeah i was i mean that's all you could smell was just bug spray just (laughs) emanating from me and then i still forgot my thermosel in the forerunner like oh my god what an idiot like i get down there and no face mask no thermosel well here we go again and all that stuff does is it just it you know you still get like 50 mosquitoes on you at a time but you still have a thousand on you at a time right yeah and so like my like just my wrist like they were trying to get to me but they weren't and like my pants were just soaked with it too so i was doing pretty good but yeah i just set up the um the same two decoys as you did i'm sure the jake and that hen and then i don't know i still haven't talked to you about it all but uh did you leave that did you hunt out of that black chair in the back corner yep so then did you do the whole number where you're like turning around the corner to shoot that bird oh yeah I did the same thing. I had to shoot around the pole. Yeah, same here. Because he was moving quick. He caught my movement in the blind. Oh, he did. And he started moving fast, and I had to pick a spot in the tall grass. All I could see was his head in the top of his back. Dude, that makes you and I both. Yeah. I, so this is the first time Rick's heard my story yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I didn't want to hear it until the podcast. So oh, that works out. Um, but yeah, I was expecting him to come from where you're facing out the window further. So I was like, oh, I'll just have to wait for him get in closer mm-hmm. before I drop back. Um, but the decoys were set up more to my left and I guess you set yours up on the further part of that two track. I set them up on the closer. I set them up like Johnny. six yards, right and right square in front of the blind. Oh dude. I went back this way. Just a hair. Oh, yeah. uh, like right where your feathers were. I did it like two, three feet in front of that. Mm. But yeah, I, I mean, I was thinking too, like I always try to do the video things too it's just mm-hmm. so hard alone especially the phone too like i'm just running a phone and like if i forget the little attachment for my bow it's like impossible but mm-hmm. having another guy there so much easier oh, but yeah you got too much going on but yeah i was just sitting on my phone no gobbles in the morning at all i'm like here we go again you know just silence that terrible feeling of yeah the birds are gone like yeah. this is it and i'm just sitting like had my bow down there, no arrow knocked up, nothing, just release my hinge and my button just in my, uh, pocket, just mm-hmm. whatever. I'm like, I don't even care. Scrolling through Minnesota, uh, Turkey page or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then Minnesota archery talk page on Facebook, just whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was throwing out a few yelps kind of like you were too. just mm-hmm. diaphragm call. That's it. Um, again, nothing. And then I just like look up from my phone. I'm like, crap <laughs> he's he's sitting there just like squaring up slapping the decoy with his wing i'm like shut up I'm like just came in silent and from over my shoulder i'm sure you know the field if mm-hmm. you're facing this way is behind mm-hmm. um so that's where he came in from the left yeah yeah where did yours come in right in i'll front? get to that okay <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah he came right over my shoulder and uh 
I'm just like, well, it's late season. I don't care. Like, whatever. And, mm -hmm. dude, I'm so done with this season, probably, like, where you guys are. I was just mm -hmm. like, I don't care. I just bent over right for my bow, super fast, everything. I'm like, I just – I couldn't care less right now. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I am already behind on this bird. Like, he's got the up on me and just bows up here, grabbing my arrow, arrow stuck in the quiver. I'm like, get that out, <laughs> knock that on. I'm like, all right, get my release. Like, dig through my pocket for release happen to grab the hinge i'm like oh this ought to be interesting i mean you guys know turkeys are just jumping around oh, all the yeah. time like my first Oof. one last year i i was happy to have just that control over the trigger mm -hmm. but this one is the hinge i'm like oh, well we're sending it now mm -hmm. and i did this like drew back facing that way and i did that little number where you turn around and mm -hmm. um he had no idea i turned like i didn't look at the bird once after that i just turned and i'm like oh he's still there cool yeah. <laughs> like sweet and then i just sighted in that new hha the yeah. night before it was mm -hmm. 12 hours before that because i was texting you guys tetramax uh tetramax rise yeah yep. nice so just picked that up just sighted in 12 hours before that which who really cares it's a turkey you're shooting you know mm -hmm. 10 yards but still mm -hmm. um got all the axes set on it and everything and mm -hmm. just turning it's like same thing as you. I can just see his neck up to his head and walking through that two foot of grass. I'm like, oh man. Mm -hmm. And he's still just like eyeing up that decoy. I'm like, okay, I think his beard is there. Go right there, try it. Mm -hmm. Let the hinge break over. And dude, he just jumped up, turned around. He's kind of wobbling, but then he's walking away. And I'm like, okay, well, he's definitely done. Mm -hmm. And then that was the arrow I sent you. That was like, oh, yeah, the yeah. arrow ended up like 30 yards away and oh, no wow. blood on it so damon's like no what happened <laughs> yeah i said send i think i said send Oops. pictures or yeah I, pictures yeah because like it, it looked like i totally missed well like, once i saw that i went on your instagram to see like your story because i saw you happen? posted a story and then yeah. i saw the feathers and i was like oh he killed it nice. yeah. yeah and so he was just like walking away and like last year mine just ran away after i hit it so we threw the blind up mm -hmm. this year i saw him walking away i'm like I don't know. I'm all about like making sure it's not going anywhere. Right. I don't want to put in extra work for it. So mm -hmm. I just jump out that window of the blind, throw another arrow on, start running after him. And he starts picking up his speed a little bit. And he went into that three foot tall grass. I'm like, dude. <laughs> and then that's when it was even kind of a, one more kick into the nuts for the mm -hmm. end of the year. Mm -hmm. Get out to that two track. <laughs> There's this huge Tom just sitting oh. in the field. I'm like, man like i would have oh, never known though yeah. right. so he's 80 yards away yet mm -hmm. and i'm just like ah whatever I, I mean this thing's dying either way yeah, so yeah. and i hear him in the weeds and i just run in there and i can just see like the weeds like laying over just kind of like jurassic park how they're like folding over yeah i just see like this little divot where he laid down and like oh let me make sure mm -hmm. that he doesn't fly away and sent one more and that was the super bloody arrow mm. just right one more in the neck and I don't know. I guess I could have done it another way, but I'm on the campaigns page. Just like I'm gonna end it with a bow. Let's yeah. do it. And yeah, man. I staked them right to the ground, and that was it. Nice. <laughs> then the mosquitoes hit me. So. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. the mosquitoes out there are so bad. So Terrible. your first arrow, where? So where'd your first arrow hit? I don't know if we want to put pictures up or not, but uh, it's like just to the right of the beard. Okay. It was just to the right. So, so he was and I felt you like I shot. Yeah, he was oh, facing okay. toward Perfect. me, but he's kind of turning, but. I felt it broke a little to the right, but mm -hmm. I didn't think it was that far right. But I got pictures of the entrance wound, and I was using that black hornet. Mm -hmm. You used that too, didn't you? The Sarah Razor. 
you use the razor. I just yeah. used a regular, oh, okay. but still chewed them up pretty good. And mm-hmm. then when I actually, I wish I took a picture of it. When I went to throw the fan up, there's a huge exit wound. I just missed that joint in the back oh, really? by like the diameter of the broad, like an mm-hmm. inch, half inch. Okay. Like it just huge yeah. exit wound. I'm like, nice. Like he, he wasn't going nowhere anyway. Yeah. So missed the heart though, but went right in to the right of the beard. And then, uh, the second one, I just crossed him right here and that's awesome. Stuck into the ground and he's done. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was just, did, did you pull any ticks off you after that? I'm actually surprised. <laughs> I think I found one. Really? They yeah. slowed down this last week. I grabbed that sweatshirt at like four in the morning and uh, that thing was soaking wet when I got out of the truck mm. just with all the spray that I put on it. It just like I was sneezing <laughs> driving to the property. <laughs> it smelled so bad. And then uh, um, my pant legs from the knees down, I just had soaked with every, like, every bit of that Sawyer stuff, like yeah. just ready to go into battle mm-hmm. with mosquitoes and ticks mm-hmm. and... Uh, um, yeah, I, I guess I survived pretty well. I yeah. made it out. So. No, that's awesome. Yeah. The mosquitoes out there are awful. Every time I got out of the blind, I mean, even in the blind, they were bad, but when I'd get out, it was, well, Damon knows. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. he's over there trying to take photos and just like, I've got six mosquitoes Dude. balls deep in my hand at, at a time. You well, know? when John showed me where to go, it was like the day before, I think also. Yeah, it's crazy. I knew nothing about this place until literally 24 hours, and I still had a sight in my bow. Yeah. But uh, he shows me, and we're driving through windows down. I'm like, dear God, can we roll up the windows? Because so like, his mirror hit a, a branch, and just all these mosquitoes just swarm me. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. Kill me. <laughs> that's that's the big plus about hunting them early season is you don't have to deal with oh, all yeah. the bugs yeah. and ticks. Oof. Yeah, I miss, I miss that, honestly. Like, when I was chasing them and had an opportunity, I felt – on public land like there's no ticks i could just set down it right in the brush and no ticks no mosquitoes no people and then got warm out and all these fair weather boys started running out i'm like to you too buddy (laughs) that's funny (laughs) well as much as i crapped on turkey hunting in the last episode uh, the good lord presented me with several opportunities this year and uh, we're just going to take a quick break and when we come back i'll give you all the juicy details spring is here and turkey hunting is in full swing successfully killing a turkey with a bow is extremely challenging so after you notch that tag be sure to give your bow some love by installing a brand new set of vapor trail vtx bow strings our proprietary vtx material with sci-fi technology set it and forget it is proven to hold up better in varying weather conditions includes a lifetime service guarantee against manufacturer defects and are available in thousands of color combinations to match your custom archery setup. With our three-day ship guarantee, you can be back up and running in no time flat. Contact your local dealer or give us a call at 888-BOWSTRING. That's 888-BWSTRNG. Quit your crying and have confidence in your equipment with VaporTrail VTX Bowstrings. All right, welcome back everybody. So I'm about to tell the juicy little story about uh, how I missed a turkey at less than 10 feet, or roughly 10 feet, sitting out there at the promised land, hunting the same spot that Hollywood shot his bird, and the same spot that Johnny shot his bird in April. And uh, this it was probably a week before I, sh- I actually killed my bird, but uh, just sitting there in the blind, and same thing Hollywood's doing. I'm goofing around, not paying attention, right? Just sitting there. I've got the decoys at like, I don't know, six yards, six, seven yards, something like that. 
And all of a sudden I look up and there's two Jakes coming in on the decoys and there's a nice Tom right behind him. And I'm like, ooh, ooh, and I get like all kind of excited and jacked up and I moved a little bit too fast, grabbed my bow. Um, the Tom caught my movement and then he started kind of dipping out and then the Jakes soon fo followed and I, I probably should have taken a shot, but I was like, I don't know, I thought maybe I could get them to come back. You know, if they weren't too spooked, I thought maybe they'd come back. And then I just sat and watched them for like the next two hours, goofing around out in the field and going over here and going over there and all this kind of stuff. And so I'm like getting ready to get out of the blind and, and go, uh, well, I actually had to work um, that yeah. morning. So I'm, I was gonna get ready and I get a, a text uh, from a buddy asking me how things are going. And I was like, uh, actually I just heard a gobble, like just heard a gobble and like not too far off, right? So. Um, wasn't sure where the bird exactly was, so I threw on all my camo quick because I was wearing all black in the blind. So I threw on all my camo, and uh, I got sick for it in my, <laughs> in my apex gear. <laughs> and I got out and started to kind of work my way towards where I heard the gobble, and then all of a sudden here I could see that bird strutting in the field, in the wide open field that's kind of to the, to the east there. Yep. So if you take that two-track to the east, there, he's right over there. So I swing back around the blind and that two track kind of dips down low. So I was able to follow that. And I have one of those Montana silhouette decoys. So I pop that thing up and I start walking over towards him. And when I get to the kind of the bottom of the hill that he's up on, I just start creeping my weapon. I'm going through this grass. It's like, I don't know, a foot tall or something like that. And I kick up the cloud of mosquitoes. Oh, dude. And it's just, I'm, I'm just crawl, belly crawling up this hill with this decoy out in front of me with my bow. And I've got a thousand mosquitoes just all over me. I'm eating them. They're going to my ears and to my eyes. And I'm just like, keep pushing, keep pushing, keep Did pushing. Did you have the bug spray? I had nothing. <laughs> Ooh. I didn't bring anything that morning. I heard that part. Yeah. Just thought the viewers should know. Yeah, they should know. I, a huge mistake. And what's sad is I did that three days in a row. I forgot to bring stuff. <clears throat> but uh, so, I get, so I get kind of to the top of the hill. And I just like peek up there's like a little screen in the in the middle of this decoy and so I kind of peek through it and um I can see this Tom he's sees me and he's barely or he sees the decoy and he's coming in he's coming in quick and so I just real quick like stick the silhouette the stake into the ground and I just kind of get down a, as low as I can so I can stay behind the decoy and, and I just draw my bow back and by the time I get up and get over the decoy, he's maybe 15 yards. Oh. Get, get sighted or, you know, get my peep aligned as best that I can. And by the time I pulled the trigger and the arrow exited the bow, he had already cleared this, you know, this, my point of impact or the, where I was aiming. And the arrow went right over his back and shaved feathers off of his back. <laughs> so he's on the doorstep like, when you yeah, shoot. <laughs> maybe 10 feet, something <laughs> oh like that. God. Cause there's a pile of feathers that blow all over the place. Right. And I'm just like, and my arrow's like <laughs> stuck in the dirt like this. And so he kind of runs off and I'm like, oh, knock another arrow. And I'm like, I don't know, I'm a 20 yards, I guess, you know, and take another shot. And I shot to the right of him and took off into the woods. And so then I kind of tried to do this big circle and, I got on him, but he was just, I don't know, he snuck out of there, and then I couldn't find him again, so that was kind of the end of it. But just the the craziest encounter I've ever had with a turkey. Like, that would be unreal. insane. And yeah. Then, 
and for what happened to me this morning, you know, for all my sins in the blind, for not paying attention, you know, I lose out on that opportunity and then I get a second chance and I blow it, you know, I was just so bummed out. Yeah. That's well, that happened to Johnny too, didn't it? Yeah. Cause yeah, the last episode we were talking, he yeah. had, he had a Tom mm-hmm. rubbing up on the blind and he was doing the same thing. We're yeah. all on our phones. Yeah. He wasn't <laughs> ready. Silent. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, and, and then, um, so I'm just kind of like, I was super jacked up, but then at the same time, I, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I was like, why am I so like bummed out, like depressed feeling, you know? And it's mm-hmm. just like, cause I think about you guys and all the time you guys spent out in the woods and I yeah. went out like three times. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'd spent, God, I, I wonder how many hours I could probably count back the days, but well, many. and I, I did the two full days like in the rain and you know, yep. with the shotgun during season C and didn't have any luck. But, um, but then I think I went out, I, I think I did two days. Uh, it was that first morning I went out on, in season E. Is it E and F? Seasons E and F that you can hunt? Yeah, I, I think so. Or is it just it's, F? It's just F, F is I two think. weeks. Okay, so yeah. So it's just, 17th, yeah. I think, or yeah. 18th. So that happened that first day. Then I went out the second day, nothing. Not a peep, not a sighting, nothing. Uh, and so then I was like, then I couldn't get out again because my mm. wife had an art show that weekend. Oh, that's right. So then come, come around again to the following Thursday right this was last yeah last thursday no, it's 25th so it was thursday. 25th okay yeah All right. either way same thing get out there forget the mosquito spray forget the thermosel i'm just sitting in there getting sucked dry by the mosquitoes again yeah i just want to die right i'm like oh this is miserable and uh i'm waiting for like that seven o'clock time frame because that's like roughly when they when they were coming in and then all of a sudden, six o'clock in the morning, I can see him out in that out in that field. And well, so prior to that, I I didn't get out there till like five fifteen ish, something mm-hmm. like that. It was about five thirty. I just did a little some light calling just to say like, hey, over here, you know, just in case um, you're looking for a direction to go in, right? And then it was at like five forty five. I did a fly down mm-hmm. sequence, and then it was like six o'clock. Then all of a sudden, I see. I see the Tom and two Jakes and this time the, the Tom's coming in first and he gets to the decoys. And again, same thing. I like kind of reach for my bow and he must've caught me moving or something. I mean, I'm wearing all black in the blind, so I don't mm-hmm. know what, um, I don't know if there's just too much sunlight coming in or I guess just too, maybe too close. I don't know. Cause I've had them at, you know, the other two birds I shot were well under 10 yards prior to that. And they never saw me. Must've not, it must've been because you didn't have the, Sawyer on the Maybe. bug spray. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably yeah. smelt you. I'll have to remember that next yeah. time to make sure that I wear that. <laughs> Shower up in some wildlife research before I leave in the morning. Yeah, for turkeys. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so yeah, I, I, he kind of got a little bit suspicious, and so I reached for my bow, but this time instead of swinging my bow around first, I just drew it at the back of the blind, mm-hmm. like completely sideways. And then I came around, and then as I, as I swung around, then he was working his way to the left. So then that's when I had to scoot out around the, the rod. So I yeah. wouldn't hit the rod. Yeah. And then it's just like, okay, everything's lined up. And he, you know, again, he, he wasn't like super alarmed, but still, he came out of strut, and he was like working his way out of there. And I'm just like, okay, uh, this looks like a good spot. I mean, it's, 
that grass is tall, right? Yeah. So you're kind of guessing and just let it fly. And he didn't, he didn't go very far. He flopped over twice and then hit the two track and died. Jeez. And then, well, of course, then I've got PTSD, right? So I'm getting another arrow yep. knocked right away and getting ready to let him have it, you know? And I didn't want to jump out of the blind because I didn't want to educate him. Cause mm-hmm. I know there's a couple, uh, other people that want to hunt still. <laughs> so I just sat and waited and he didn't move. So I was like, okay, I'm pretty sure he's pretty sure he's dead. And the arrow ended up busting through both his legs and oh, perfect. With Damon as my witness, it was a hard shot. Yeah. <laughs> we got photos of it. Yeah. I was going to say you have photos and videos. I think evidence. Of and yeah, just, I was really shocked to even realize like how far back the vitals are. They're back so yeah. much further than you would think. Yeah. I mean, I blew through both those legs were shattered in like 10 pieces. Yeah. I, I didn't hit the legs on mine last year, but I didn't even get to see the lungs or the heart for mine, but I felt like I, sh- I made a good shot on that one last year, but Sam, he's like, this is how you breast a bird. Cause it's like my first one. Mm. And he's like, this is how you do it. Done. Throws the bird away. I'm like, dude, I, I didn't learn a thing out of that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know, cause I was kind of interested. I usually like to go through, it's kind of weird, mm. but like, I want to go through the cadaver and just be like, yeah, dude, where did I hit? Like, yeah. just cause you know, educate myself for next year. Mm-hmm. You know, if it, like, oh, this one ran a little further this time or something, you know, just to learn. But yeah. I don't even know where I hit the one last year. But this year, totally missed the heart. Not even a chance. But <laughs> I think I just hit arteries or something because his cavity was full of blood. But, I mean, heart was fine. Lungs mm-hmm. looked fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah. it was the big old bow that hit him. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I can't attest the heart shot to my shooting ability by any means. It was definitely uh, a lucky shot. You're better than me. Um, <laughs> But just kind of amazing to say, I was like, wow, I can't believe like straight right through the middle. I mean, yeah, caught one of each lungs and, but the, one of the things that's nice about shooting him in the head is man, was that a mess mm-hmm. when I was cleaning that bird. It took me a while to, you know, get all the bruising out of there. Oh, right. Yeah. I did that last night. I was trying to get all that bruising, like the bruised meat and whatnot, all mm-hmm. the blood that just was hanging in yeah. there. It was it's pretty, everywhere. pretty it was bad. Messy. Yeah, I had that same thing. You know, just that little pole that was there. It's just funny. You and I had the same thing. It's just like <laughs> trying to go around this thing. It's like, oh, God. You know, you're just trying to mm-hmm. work your way around it. Are, are you shooting your 80-pound bow, too, yeah. at the turkeys? Fully maxed. Just maxed blows out. right through them. Yeah, not a chance. Not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Tough guy. I mean, the only reason why that second arrow Can't didn't miss. go through them is because there's a lot of ground underneath them. <laughs> I was wondering, though. I was like, why did he not, like, get up? He had, he seemed like he had enough power to fly off. But I was like, this dude's not going anywhere. Well, when I went to grab the arrow, I had, like, six, maybe ten inches of that, that arrow was sticking into the ground past him. I'm like, oh, that's why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's sweet, though. I I was so happy when you, you said you got one out there, though. I'm like, frick, yeah, with the bow. Again, me being, like, the dude that, I don't know, I fully gave up on the gun stuff. Like, mm. I'll mess with guns for fun. But yeah. I'm not hunting with guns. So just knowing yeah. you shot that with a bow just made it that much better. Yeah, yeah. And, and so funny, too, because the last episode, how I was just dogging on, I'm not, screw the bow, I'm doing it with a gun, you know, all this <laughs> stuff. And then um, the landowner said, yeah, you can, I mean, you can hunt it, but you got to do it with a bow. Yeah. And it wasn't, it wasn't because of any particular, um, like restriction or anything like that. He's just like wanted to challenge, you know, he's like, why would you, you, you work for an archery company, do it with a bow. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, and 
Let and it go, be known. Real quick before I forget to go back to what we were talking about the filming. Every day I hunted, I had a camera with me, except that morning. Yes. And I didn't bring it with me because I left it here at the shop. And mm-hmm. I was running late, and I'm like, I don't have time to pack it. So I didn't bring it. Well, so back, I didn't get it on film. Back to the excitement factor, like you said. I, I set my alarm for school that morning. Yeah. I woke up, and normally I like for school I wake up, see my alarm's going off, shut it off, go back to bed, slowly wake up, make my way. Well, I woke up, saw, shot one, and I'm like, like a kid on Christmas, I just hop out of bed. I'm showered and in my truck in like 15 minutes. That's awesome. Yeah. And like with school, that's just not how it works. Yeah, <laughs> just grab the camera. But yeah, I was I was like thrilled because we didn't have anything to take photos of or yeah. video of. Right. Um, yeah, but when you said you shot one, I was very excited. Plus, with some new product, yeah. you know, out there, yeah. you know that mm-hmm. it was nice to get that too. That's yeah. why I was just like. Frick, yeah, so one of one of us four did it. Like, yeah. yeah, and then only took all season. Yeah, I know the whole season. And then that I was gonna say that too when I was talking about how I'll, I'll try and video my stuff too. I don't know if I ever shared that with you that that deer that was like full draw on this last year, just a massive eight pointer. Mm, I maybe. I I have huge suspicion or like I'm you know very suspicious of or I can't think of the word but whatever. Um, when I bring a camera out or like, no, I'm going to film doesn't go my way every single time you guys like have to film. Cause that's what you guys are doing. But like when I bring a camera out, it's not happening. That's how it is with fishing too. You'll yeah. never catch a big fish with, with a camera in the boat. No, but then <laughs> well, as soon as you forget everything behind, everything comes into play. Yeah. It's well, I, awesome. I start getting weird with him. I'm like, when we're about to go hunting and like, we're going to film it. I'm like, we're not shooting anything. Like, we shouldn't even bring the camera because we're not even going to see anything. Yeah. Oh, so then man. when it does happen, it's like, oh, like, <laughs> yeah. one, time, like one of the mornings we almost shot one. It was like, I was like, we're not shooting anything, but I guess I'll bring the camera with. And then the bird comes full strut out and like the bird's on the ground, but we're still not going to shoot it. Damon just likes reverse psychology. We'll go out and the whole time. He'll just bash on everything we're doing. And then when it does start to go, he'll kind of get excited and <laughs> yeah like this bird's coming in full strut i'm like it ain't coming in it starts getting a little bit closer i'm like okay i should probably press record now because it's coming in and then it doesn't happen mm-hmm. yeah so it's like what's going on here but, but then there is the times where it is coming in and then it dies so yeah, yeah. that's awesome other than you taking photos of rick with it let this also be a, another chance that we can say it on record rick shot that with the matthews so <laughs> but we'll get to Uh, other stuff later but this is why we have hollywood on the show because you know there's certain things that i just subconsciously don't want to talk about (laughs) and then he's gonna bring it up because because he knows but it's it's fine it's that what's disappointing or what's kind of a bummer is that i had just received my new bow which i'll talk about in our segment a little bit later but i i honestly for a half a second thought man i should run to the shop real quick and get my get my other bow so that I can take some sh- Dude, some photos with the other bow. And then I'm like, no, I'm not going to be that guy. I almost jokingly stole your other bow uh, <laughs> and threw my black gold sight on it because I had my HHA. I almost yeah. jokingly stole that, threw it on there, and sighted it in just so I could be like, Dude, go hunt with it tomorrow. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I was, I was like, so bummed ah, out. He's going to do it with the, the Matthews. Know, it's fine. It, uh, Matthews makes a good bow. Oh, for sure. They, yeah. It's a great bow. I just, 
Rick's never shot one. The reason I'm shooting it is because uh, of our arrow rest that we're testing right now. And this is actually a shot bow. And yeah. then I sold my other bows so that I could pay for this one that I've been waiting for since, since December. Yeah. Uh, so it was the only bow I had, but either way, I sh- and I don't mean to make excuses. It, it's a good bow. I actually didn't like how it shot at first, but I really got the hang of shooting it pretty good towards yeah. the end. She's a and beaut. I shot all through 3D with it this year, so it, it did me all right. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it would have shot a lot better if I had any skill or practiced at all, ever. <laughs> Um, that always helps. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, great yeah. season. Um, I was super excited that morning when you got your bird. And I don't know, the video that you sent, like I could, for some reason when you send me videos, it was, like it's because it's Johnny's phone. Yeah. They're That's like, it. They're like this big. So I'm like trying to see it. It's and all then, pixelated. Yeah. And then. Uh, sent on an Android or. Yeah. But I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the Android. Yeah. Johnny's got it. But then, so I just, but I knew you shot a bird and I was just like, oh man. And I don't know what, I think you sent the message just before seven. Is that right? Yeah, it was probably 6.50-ish, 6.57. I I had been up pretty late the night before. And so uh, my wife let me sleep in that day and I slept till I think eight or 8.30, something like that. So I was like kind of bummed out because I I was like, oh man, I really wish I could be there. And you guys are sending me pictures of drinking beers and I'm (laughs) like, oh. Yeah, yeah. And I, I sent, so I think... It was radio silence for like a good 15 minutes. No one was saying nothing. And I'm like, wow, like this is the most unexciting kill ever. And then I think Tommy Carroll might have been the first one to reply because I sent him a picture of me with the white tail properties hat. He oh. just got me. Oh, yeah. And I'm yeah. like, dude, the hat strikes again. Nice. Oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> and he's like, sweet, man. But yeah, I was excited, you know, for both of us getting it done. Just all the hours that I put in. Mm-hmm. Just the fact that you did it with a bow again. But with that new bow, we have plans for this fall. We all do. Uh, I went to North Dakota last year. I didn't draw this year, but these boys drew this year. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I don't know if they've told anything to you, but I'm excited to hear what they're about to say about North oh, Dakota. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I excited. I have not heard, but I'm ecstatic for you guys both having yeah. a tag. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Swing this over. Yeah, let's swing that. I hunted there many, many years you know, probably I think seven or eight years straight and I've had, I've killed three bucks out of there and had many other opportunities, but yeah. Tell us a little bit about like, what's your plan or, or, or what, what do you think? You guys put together a really sweet film from last year Mm -hmm. um, and we'll show a little bit of that film as you tell the story, but yeah, go ahead and talk about that. Well, all this whole Western hunting thing started two years ago. Yeah, Yeah. Two years ago now. Yeah. So two years ago, we're just, sitting in my basement like teenagers do just watching hunting youtube videos that's what you do and we're watching all these mule deer hunt stuff and you know we're like we should do that like why don't we do that and i like got my license like that year and he's like yeah let's do it so we started doing research and it was already too late to apply for like other states but we're like nebraska's over the counter so we started doing some research with nebraska uh, mule deer and so what we did is we just packed my truck and just headed to Nebraska, didn't have the proper gear, didn't have, our Onyx scouting was maybe one night before we left, like, hey, maybe we should go here. <laughs> like, this looks yeah. all right, even though it's terrible. And we just head out there and teenagers, you know, we're just just doing what we do, just mm-hmm. going. And uh, we got there and we're camping. And our original plan was to camp because we wanted to save money. Uh, so we camped the first three days and then we ended up getting a flat tire 
during a, a thunderstorm. So we, we were mm. like hurrying to set up camp because the thunderstorm <laughs> oh, man. and we got everything set up. Me and him are laying in the bed of my truck and we were just going to wait till the morning to switch the tire out. But our, my bed started leaking water all over our sleeping bag <laughs> and I'm, what was I? 16. Yeah. Yeah. I was 15. Yeah. He was 15 yeah. and I was 16 <laughs> and we're like far away from home and I, I can't get a hotel room cause I'm underage. So I'm limping you know, with a flat tire into town. Uh, I couldn't even see, barely see through my yeah. windshield because gear was packed up to our roof because we were sleeping in the bed. Um, when that storm came, we launched it all in we and just, booked it out of there. We were gone. Oh, it was bad. We just <laughs> threw everything in there. I'm driving. You're still sleeping. You're like in the bed still. Yeah, I didn't even with try like, to get up to the front. <laughs> you're still wearing like pajamas in your sleeping bag and I'm driving gear up to the top, barely can see because it's storming out. And I'm calling my mom like, hey, like, can you get us a motel room? If not, we'll just park in the gas station parking lot and wait till the morning. Love her to death. She got us a hotel room. We parked. Awesome. We just sat. We got everything in the hotel room. Got it all dried out. But yeah, besides that, so that was our first year. We had maybe what one stock, maybe one or two. One or two. It wasn't. It wasn't crazy. We didn't know what we were doing. I think, it was a learning trip for yeah. the most part. So yeah. I think the biggest buck we saw was like a fork. No, we saw we, we saw some nice. Oh, bucks, on the way in, we did. Yeah, yeah. on private. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that first trip was kind of like, dang, that was fun. Even though we didn't shoot one, maybe let's do it again. And then the following year came by, we kind of just slacked again on. Or yeah, wait, no, we yeah. we went to the same spot and did kind of the same stuff. Had we had a little bit more understanding of what we're doing, and I think we did a little bit better. We had a couple opportunities, and it just didn't work out. It's tough. Public land is so difficult we had a buck that came down a ridge and he went and bedded and we knew right where he was bedded and we just wanted to give him time to get real comfortable because he knew he was going to sit there for most of the day and we're just sitting back kind of watching and a truck blows right by parks oh. right there and just runs up buck busted <laughs> out it was like really it's like we're sitting there and we like yet again one of those moments where we have so much confidence it's like we shouldn't even have that much confidence. We're mm -hmm. sitting there, we're eating donuts, drinking our, our drinks, you know, and we're just waiting for this buck to go. And all of a sudden we see a truck pull up with a Kuyu sticker on the back and four guys with their Matthews bows hop out and they just run right into this ditch and this buck spooks. And, <laughs> and we're like, we're like, really? And then of course they're walking back up and we, we pull up next to them. We're like, Hey, any luck? And they're like, no, like, I think they had slight, like, Oh, those they're guys like, Oh, we bust that like, for them. But the big like deer sticker on the back of our truck didn't give it away. But yeah, right. <laughs> one of those like really salty moments where with public land, you just go on to the next. Mm -hmm. And that was probably the biggest learning lesson for us was like, we would get caught up on a buck and we'd be like, we just need to kill this buck. But like it's public land and you never know what happens. So mm -hmm. we moved on. But mm -hmm. that year we applied for North Dakota in a group, didn't get it. So we had one point in the system. And so that's why we went back to Nebraska is cause we didn't draw, but that, that second year in Nebraska, even early season, we had a lot more stocks, even though they weren't like the caliber of bucks we were really after. We were still getting on stock, like mm -hmm. two to three stocks a day, um, which was really nice, like especially versus the first year where we weren't barely seeing anything. Yeah. So we, we went though, we, so we, we hunted for 14 days in total and we kind of learned what, what we were doing now. Mm -hmm. And, uh, 
we just we said scratch that whole area move somewhere random all we had was some e-scouting and mm-hmm. uh that that was a grind i don't know if you want to talk about that Ooh. so yeah like our first early season trip we had a few guys out there it was more of like hey it's deer season finally like this is fun and you we, guys are in Nebraska, right? Nebraska, now, right? Yep. Nebraska. And are you hunting mule deer specifically or both? Mule deer specifically, okay. yeah. I would say. I mean, if a stud whitetail pops out or even a decent whitetail pops out, I'm slinging. Right. Like yeah. that redneck instinct kicks out. <laughs> I'm slinging. Yeah. But so, first trip, early season trip is like, hey, this is fun. Let's have a campfire, cook a couple hot dogs, and, you know, hunt some mealies. Mm-hmm. Well, and then we didn't draw, or no, draw. We didn't kill. So, we're sitting. And we just, on our way back, we're kind of like, yeah, there's the possibility we could go back, but like, who knows with like school and other stuff. And I think we were just hanging out at my house and it was like two days before Thanksgiving break. And I was like, Hey Griff, want to go to Nebraska again? And he's like, yeah, like not like a, yeah, more like a, yeah, <laughs> like a sure. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. And then now I'm finally 18. So I called, got us a. $25 nah, night. It was or no, 50, but, well, it was, but 25 it was, per person. Yeah. <laughs> so $25 night per person Ooh. motel in be a, a town that we're not going to speak of. Cause we might go back there. Maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know, but we got this motel and we, so we drove, we left the school parking lot with all of our stuff loaded down, drove overnight. I'm driving uh, my truck and I'm just like, like, falling asleep while driving it's not good just energy drink energy mm-hmm. drink energy drink and we finally roll in at like what 1 a.m we probably didn't go to bed till 2 a.m we're like we had like maybe a few onyx point like minimal public had a few onyx points mm-hmm. um and then we just went from there it was, bad. it was bad so we didn't get much sleep that first night we barely made it there we were like falling asleep on the way and right away in the morning we just go and we look at some of the spots we marked and it was like, okay, we're not seeing much here, but then we decided, you know, we're just going to drive. We're going to look, we're just mm-hmm. going to look at everything we possibly can within a hundred miles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what, how many days did we drive nonstop before we even made a stock? Uh, well, like kind of what we would do is since it was majority of private, we'd wake up, like you said, and we would just drive and the, what we had was like, the good thing we had was it was during the rut. So bucks were like out like crazy. Like mm-hmm. you drive and you just see bucks everywhere. So what we would do is we would drive, find a buck, mark it on Spartan Forage, and then we would just move on. And then we'd find the next, we'd find the next, we'd find the next. Then we would just knock. But we drove for five days straight. Yeah, five solid days. So what we would do is we'd wake up, hop in the truck, drive all day, go to the next, drive all day. We were filling a gas tank a day, at least. Yeah. We probably wow. went through like 800, 900 dollars worth of gas in a week. <laughs> um, so we just wake up, drive, wake up, drive, wake up, drive, wake up, drive. Got told no like probably six, seven times. Um, and it was a struggle because we'd see like 160, 180 class mealy bucks like 50 yards off the road and we just can't touch them because yeah. it's all on private. Mm-hmm. Well, last day we woke up and it was we kind of got into that weird, I got into that weird psychology where I'm like, we're not. Like, this is our day, like, whatever. We roll past this property, and we saw this. You you go into it. It's your buck. Yeah. Uh, we rolled by, and it, it's like some farm, like a ranch. Somebody owns a ton of land, and it's all dispersed. But we roll by, 
and uh we already spotted like one decent buck on a property and we marked it we'd probably go knock midday but we drove by saw the buck that i ended up killing we're like okay mark it keep going let's find another one and yeah uh, we didn't even care we were like it's just a buck let's go like right. mark it let's leave <laughs> yeah two cases we went <laughs> we just wanted to get as many bucks marked as we could mm-hmm. so we can just go ask go glass property figure out and just go put a stock on them but mm-hmm. We went and we probably saw one or two other good bucks. One was like a 160, 170 buck, really nice. And yeah, we just I watched remember, him for like 45 minutes. Remember when I went and when I got tried to get permission of that? Yeah, we, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that, but uh, just tell it. So we're, we're watching this like 165 at least. Yeah, he's big. He was a big buck, and he's just like, like in this perfect spot where he's just kind of going over the ridge. We could sneak up get on him and i'm like where's like the property owner it's not here it's in a retirement home in town in town oh so i pull up (laughs) i'm like dude it's last day we have to try something so i pull up to this retirement home and (laughs) i walk in and i the front desk lady goes full sitka by the way sick for it (laughs) hashtag hashtag sick, sick for it yeah this front desk lady goes you need help? I'm like, no. I already had the last name dialed in, what room he was in. I go straight to his room. I knock on Spartan Forge is weird. You can do a lot of stuff on that app. It's mm-hmm. probably not ideal, but I go straight to this guy's room. Old farmer, bib overalls, opens the door. Hey, how's it going? I'm like, good. I walk in, we're talking. And right away he denied the permission, but like he was just such a such a cool guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's an old farmer, he mm-hmm. understands and what started with asking for deer permission went to like floods and like weather and farming. (laughs) And I like 25 minutes later, I'm sitting down at this table drinking coffee with this farmer. And I'm like, how do I not have permission yet? But like, I was like, what turned into like, this isn't morally right. Turned into like, dang, I just met a cool guy that I'm never going to talk to again. Um, So I I left and then we went to Casey's and then we went back to that other property. And by the way, that spot, Damon was all alone in there. I wasn't about it. So I I waited in the truck and he got back. (laughs) I was kind of got, I kind of got mad at him, but (laughs) towards the end of trips, we get tension kind of rises. Oh yeah. The fun game I like to play with him is like when I go and knock on a door and he doesn't want to come with, I'll like act like I got it. And he'll be like, you get it, you get it. I'll be like, no. <laughs> I'll be like smirking and smiling as I'm going back to the truck. He's like, and I'm like, no, didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, back to the tensions part. Nebraska was like, I wanted to rip his head off. Yeah. Like it was. We was both a, wanted it so bad that it was like, yeah. It was just like, let's just do it. And yeah. uh, so I'll go back to. Yeah, so he went in town and asked permission at the retirement home. <laughs> and we went back and we looked at our, <laughs> our waypoints where we marked some bucks. And uh, we drive by and I look in the cornfield and, like, there's some dots out there, like some dark brown dots. And mm-hmm. we're like, I'm not going to look yet. Let's just, just not get our hopes up. So we went and asked because we knew he was in there. There was no other place for him to go. Mm-hmm. And we got permission Thank God. I knew we were getting permission. You know, like when you get that feeling when they open the door, you're like, I got permission. And the the cats running all around. 25 (laughs) 25 cats come down. This little old lady walks out. Hey, guys. Because most of the time they open the door, they go, what do you want? But this girl was like, 
I knew, like, I had this weird feeling. And as soon as, like, they give they gave us permission, we looked at each other and we're like, don't freak out, don't freak out, don't freak out. Yeah, like, Sweet. when you pull away from the property you just got and you're like, look cool while you're driving away, <laughs> don't freak out quite yet. Yeah. But, yeah, so we got permission and we rode down and we're like, okay, I'm really hoping this is the buck bedded up here. and uh, Got the spotting scope out. So we pulled the spotting scope out and we're sitting on, on the road. We can glass them from the road. And it was probably, like, thousand yards away or something 1500 yeah i thought it was pretty dang far yeah. but we didn't range it from where we glass but moral of the story it's buck was there it was like with those yeah better right on the cornfield and i kind of looked at damon and like fist bump yeah. it was like this what? is perfect he's bedded there there's a hill going up to him like this is looking pretty good but i'm not gonna get my hopes super high mm-hmm. so we like we sat there for a minute Wind was perfect, checked all that, and we just came up with a game plan, and we swung around, and uh, we got in our socks, and we just started going, and I I, I went minimal, and uh, so did I. yeah, all I had was my bow and my rangefinder, and then we just crept slowly, and the hill wasn't what we thought it was, so we kind of, we got up to where... Like, it wouldn't take much to get over and take shot. But I kept looking at my map. I was like, dude, I from where I think that buck is, it's too far if I was to pop up. And if I'm going to pop up, he's going to see me and spook. Mm-hmm. So, like, right as we're sitting on that spot looking, the sun comes out. It gets gets warm. So they're bedded in the wide open. Those bucks, or the buck and the does stand up. And um, they kind of start working towards us and they cut over down the down the ravine and uh i was like did this i was like not there anymore there's only one one place for him to go so i kept doing that which i shouldn't have been doing i like but when they're standing you you got to figure something out so when you say you're doing that you're kind of Poking my head, head over the hill, just yeah, to see, get in, just get barely. Goes. Like I took my hat off and I just tried to stay as concealed as I could. And, mm-hmm. and while all this is happening, by the way, so like the whole trip we were filming it, but like not like film filming it. And then as soon as I saw that there was a possibility of something dying, I started taking it more seriously. Well, I'm behind him this entire way, but then as soon as he gets close to the bucks, I'm like, it's we're far into the stay trip back. and I'm yeah. staying stay back. back. Like mm-hmm. I, like I, I'm want the kill i want the footage but like we need the kill mm-hmm. um and i respected that in his space so i while he's doing all this popping up and seeing all these deer i i have no clue what's going on i just see his head the top of his bow and like i'm shaking so bad i can barely stay in focus on my <laughs> camera yeah and i'm just sitting there and all of a sudden he disappears for like five minutes and then yeah you- yeah so where i left off is when we were like when the deer actually moved over so I could get mm-hmm. around to where I mm-hmm. needed to be. And I saw where they moved and I was like, okay, we have to go now or we aren't killing this deer. So I waved Damon along and he's like, no, I'm not risking this. This is the last day. Yeah. So um, I moved up and I, I got behind this and I poked my head up. I was like, okay, here he is. This is my opportunity. So I knocked my arrow ranged and uh it was 60 yards um i drew back and popped up and i whiffed 
I was like, mm. oh my. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh no. So I immediately just dropped, like just hit the deck. I was like, shoot. And that's the nice thing about mule deer is they're kind of not dumb, but a little like with whitetails, they s- hear that and they're, mm-hmm. yeah. With mule deer, they're kind of like, what? Yeah. It worked out good because he was, he was paying attention to the does. He had no mm-hmm. idea I was there. Yeah. Um, Even but if I knocked. Did. What's that? Even if he did, as long as those does are there. Right. Yeah. He was staying put. Not going anywhere. But I knocked that other arrow, and I was like, okay, he's still right there. I'm, I'm going to do it right this time. Um, and I popped up and drilled him. And he ran 20 yards and tipped over, watched him do it all. And I just screamed. It was electric. <laughs> oh, Me this, and Damon went wild. This, a lot of footage got cut out. Um, but I'm sitting back there, and I just have the tip of his bow in focus. Mm-hmm. I have no clue where the deer is. I've, I know nothing. I'm just sitting there, and I just see, psh, I didn't even see the first shot. That's yeah. why I thought right away he just. He saw me shoot the first time, and he started walking down. But the deer was in a good good position where he didn't see Damon coming mm-hmm. Well, I just, I was recording, and I just saw, psh, and then he, I just saw you duck down. You must have gone on that backside. And I'm like, he shot. And, like, in the footage, you can hear, he shot. And I was just like, he shot. Like, why am I not hearing anything? He shot, he shot, he shot. And then I got, I got closer and like, well, all this is happening. We're running through like thorns and yeah. like, we have no, our adrenaline's so high. We have no clue what our feet are in for right now. And it, it was a pasture. There's all those sand burrs and all kinds oh, of junk that got in our feet. But so I'm, I'm just like slowly walking, slowly walking. Oh, that's right. You guys were in socks. Still. Yeah, socks. Mm-hmm. Minimal stuff. <laughs> I'm in socks. And I'm just walking oh, towards man. him, and all of a sudden, I just see the the bow up in the air, and dude, and I'm like, and him. like, I was like, no way. Yeah. And he's like, dude, dude, and like, back to like the emotional part. Like, that's just one of those things where like everything paid off, and it just like that yeah. feeling of that array you get when that happens. It's like, it just shocks yeah. you. Like I. Yeah, I could have cried. It was it was so relieving. It didn't even feel real. Like no. I remember, like I don't. I, uh, yeah, it was bad. I don't even know. It was, nothing made sense at that time. Yeah. We were just going. It was yeah. just. It was like go explain. mode. It was like putting cruise control. Just go. And when I, I didn't even see the buck. I just heard you scream. You didn't even like. I didn't even see a buck laying there dead mm-hmm. until we like walked up to like film it. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, what it ran. 10 yards 15 no yards. It, it ran 20 or 20 one, 20 and then he tipped over mm-hmm. right in front of my eyes mm-hmm. it was crazy but blood pumping everywhere yeah just hearing your guys' story right now is like giving me chills yeah, you know what i mean insane. like I, i'm getting yeah. goosebumps because i've been there before and and especially to have like your buddy there and oh yeah it doesn't matter what tension you had or yeah. what fights you had before like yeah, everything never goes happened away. everything goes yeah. away and it, yeah it's such a cool thing and and the video like when you first showed me that video um, the way you captured your guys' excitement is great. Yeah. It's amazing because so many people have been there, you mm-hmm. know, and so it really brings back a lot of those emotions. And then you're just like, yeah. oh, man, you know, it gets you pumped up, gets you fired up, you know. Yep. So um, good job. Yeah. Good job on, on getting good footage of that. And Yeah, it was good yeah, shot. It was, it was you know, 60 yards is a long ways. Well, and it's, it's not even like, yeah. it's just that, like that deer meant a lot, like the animal clearly harvesting it, using its meat and, and the experience. But like that deer had like three trips, Nebraska trips, <laughs> thousands of dollars worth of gas and food and anger and yeah. plenty of trips to Shields and Cabela's and 
nights talking, you know, like it's everything that involved that deer that mm -hmm. was just insane. It didn't even, the size doesn't matter when that right? happens. Absolutely. Yeah. That the miss we, after that, I just want to make this clear. I don't want to make myself look good here. <laughs> uh, so after that, we end, we actually ranged where he was and there was a fence pro fence post right where he was. And I ranged, I ended up ranging over his back at like 73 mm. and that's, so I cranked mm. my dial down to where he was, but ah, gotcha. Okay. And yeah, you shot right through the funnel. And it yeah, blew I took out a the back shot. And was it oh, messing oh. around? Blew it up. was right in that that perfect opening thoracic yeah. cavity, and it, it he did not stand a chance. Because when when you gutted it, it the arrow was like right in the. Back. It hit everything, everything possible. With the schwackers, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's a cool story. Yeah. So that's Nebraska. That's so our experience. Now North Dakota. So, yeah, North Dakota, you guys both drew a tag, so that'll be awesome. You guys both will have opportunities, one behind the camera, one. Yeah. How do you guys, how do you typically like to organize that kind of stuff? Like, do you, because I think about when I've hunted out west with buddies and, and we're like, okay, first person to spot, right, mm -hmm. gets choice. You know, if you want to shoot it, you get to go after it. If you don't, you can pass it off to the other guy. Mm -hmm. how, do you guys have any organization with that or how do you figure that out? A we, little bit. We usually, we try to be pretty good about it, make everything fair to each other. And it's sometimes like every other stock or it's like, oh, you spotted the deer, you're taking that. Yeah. We kind of go with the flow on that. We work well together that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, like with Nebraska, it was like you had the bow and like I know that I'll, I'll be able to get it on camera. Mm -hmm. And I just had more confidence with my camera than the bow. So I was mm -hmm. like, let's just go. Yeah. Cool. Um, but yeah, like it's normally every other stock. Like if I have a stock, blow it, then it's your stock. Yeah. Or if it's like you spot a deer that you want to kill, I record. Right. It's, we don't we don't really get into it too much. It's mm -hmm. like we see the deer and like one of us will be like, "All right, go kill that thing." Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's already decided. Yeah. We like don't whoever, get into it too much. Whoever mm -hmm. takes like the initiative to go do it. It's yeah. that's the one thing that we've never thought about. Right. It the main goal is to just get content and somebody, get somebody to post. Yeah, so just get yeah. some whoever kills it doesn't really matter because mm -hmm. we know we'll have a other opportunity yeah yeah with nebraska that was like that and with north dakota i have a feeling it's going to be very similar to that where well the thing with nebraska is we never really went on that many stocks but with north dakota i have a feeling that it's going to be a lot more stocks a right lot more craziness mm -hmm. yeah so do you guys have a plan yet do you know where you're going to go or you got any leads or i mean uh, don't say where but yeah um I've done maybe an hour of e-scouting so far. Yeah. I We don't know exactly what we're going to do. We've got some things in, in our back pocket. We're kind of throwing it around, whatever. Um, I've talked to my dad a little bit. He's a North Dakota boy, so he's kind of been around mm. all that. Yeah. And My grandpa lives in North Dakota, so I'm going to talk with them, and we'll figure out some stuff. But yeah. everything's up in the air. We just know we're going in kill mode. Yeah, probably yeah. just we're just going to run off other people's intel and – I have quite a few spots marked, um, but besides that, I mean, our plan is we're going to go early season uh, as of now, um, just because with him in school, uh, more of it's like a scouting trip slash yep. where, what are we That's even smart. doing here? Kind of yep. get a lay of the ground. Um, definitely if do we're, that. If we're not successful there, definitely going to go in October, middle October when he has a break. Or November. We've or got November. three weeks. Yeah. 
three week long parts that we can go on. Yeah, like Thanksgiving sure. time. We'll if we need out. it, maybe mm-hmm. we'll kill the first weekend or right. the week. But who knows? I would be very happy if we both filled our tag by October. Yeah, like, yeah, I would be very happy with that. And like caliber buck wise, like whatever makes me happy, I'm gonna shoot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that'll be awesome. Yeah, you get you kind of want to match wits, mm-hmm. you know, with with what you're hunting. And it was smart that you guys did a lot of stocks, even though they weren't like target bucks that you had, because we kind of started to find out that it was about, we had about a 10% success rate. Mm-hmm. So for every 10 stocks, we would have one where we would get an arrow and maybe an opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then everything else has to fall into play. Wind's got to be right. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They got to still be where, where, you know, where they were when you first last saw them. And what's crazy too is like, understanding the terrain because there's so much between you and that buck that you can't see mm-hmm. and so when you start getting into the thick of it and you're just like i've had time i've there's some bucks that i've killed out there where like i get halfway there and i almost give up i'm like this yeah. is insane i don't know if i can even get through this terrain right now this yeah. is this is wicked like i could yeah. die in here <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's good to be in there and exploring around mm-hmm. and hopefully in the process you find some sheds and so yeah. yeah going out early season you know midday you know when it's hot i mean it's kind of miserable running around and that stuff but um they usually stick to the thick cover and the shade you know um so but yeah I, I, you guys are gonna have a blast there's some yeah. really good hunting out there it's yeah I, I mean, there's it's terrible. There's no bucks. <laughs> um, don't even try. Don't apply. No, it's don't. bad. I was so hoping we would all draw. That would have been epic. Yeah. Like I, I was planning on going out um, with a buddy of mine, but then I was like, man, if all if we all drew, like we could make an epic film, like a deer cat. Right. Yeah. But uh, but that didn't happen. So it's on you guys. Yeah. All the pressures on you guys. Yeah. All pressures on us. Yeah. And yeah, no, it should be. Should be interesting. I mean, Nebraska definitely taught us a lot. I feel like our, I'm grateful for Nebraska because it gave us slightly more knowledge than we didn't have, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I appreciate that knowledge going into North Dakota, and it's just gonna be fun to get to run around and mm-hmm. chase them again. Right. I love yeah. it. I yeah. Western hunting is a lot of fun. It's it's a lot especially for us ADHD. ADHD oh yeah. right. I was I was <laughs> just gonna say that I like to move. Yeah. So. Well, that's the thing is like we hunt whitetails around here and we're like we get in the stand we're sitting there. Normally, by the time the first little Debbie gets taken out, the <laughs> second Mountain Dew, and you know like at least an hour of TikTok, I'm like, all right, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and with if that's with zero deer activity, when there's deer activity, I'm not like that, but. But uh, ADHD definitely getting to run and just go yeah, is like yeah. insanely fun. Well, I look forward to that. I look forward to the footage that you guys are going to yeah. get and hearing the stories and everything. And of course, we should probably sit down. I might be able to give you some pointers. I don't know, um, but we'll, we can get into that later. Yeah, Hollywood over here. You're still due, but you had some opportunities in North Dakota last year. Now yeah. you didn't draw your tag this year, but you drew a couple states. Or one, just, just one, yeah. That was that was awesome, guys. By the way, hearing that success story, that's yeah, man. I, I'm, I'm pretty jealous. Yeah, my Se- hair 16 was like or 17 on it. when you shot that thing. Uh, you were 17. You were 16? he was 16. Yeah, he's 16. Yeah. yeah. I can't even imagine, yeah, dude. I, I was still like chasing white tails. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I didn't shoot a, yeah. a deer with my bow till I was 25. Yeah, he was 16, and I was I was 18. 
barely 18. So that's super. That's super nuts. Barely 18. Yeah, that's and the awesome. film is on Dialed Archery's YouTube. Yeah, and I've I have uh, no idea what success is like. So uh, <laughs> neither do I. Well, you almost. I mean, you should. I mean, yeah, yeah. I had. I won't say too much, but yeah, I had, I had opportunities. You guys will too. You should be able to do a few less door knocks, I'd think, this year. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I definitely shot one. I just hope it's not the one that I saw come down the hill because that thing was just a giant. <laughs> and yeah, I I mean, I don't know if I've already talked about that story or not. You've told, you told me, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. To keep it somewhat short, I mean, mm-hmm. I shot one and um, – I was expecting to shoot a hundred yard shot. I was full, well, ready to do that. You know, 80 pound bow and you know, I, I got the speed and the potential mm-hmm. energy for making it through. But, uh, I ran after one and right down this like creek bottom and turned the corner and I like, look, I'm like, Oh, he's right there. Step back around, whip the site up, take the range finder. He's like 30 yards. <laughs> and I sent one and, I think it was like, I think, cause I did the same thing you guys did. I went and checked like where he's standing. It was like 37. I think I had 34 on my range finder. So I went a little low, had blood eventually. Um, that's part of the long story, but, um, found his bed. And then <laughs> I think it was the second day. So it was 24 hours before I even knew I shot him. Like I thought I completely missed cause a bunch of bucks ran out of there. <laughs> and so I was like, Oh, I missed it. You know, all these bucks aren't bleeding. Um, but yeah, then I found where his bed was and there's some dudes just, I went during rifle season. Don't do that. Anyone don't do that. Rick warned me and I still did it, but I always do just because you can still get in, you can still find bucks. Oh yeah. I mean, I definitely could have killed and and for sure got mine, but I just don't like that. I have to wear blaze for yeah however many days until the rifle season's out yeah i mean i wouldn't say they were harassing me but they were constantly on me all the time is the same two dudes and out of nowhere like i he was bedded here there's a little ridge up here they'd run the guys in the utv that just run this all day that bed was right here full blood and then i couldn't find him and then uh it was like 6 p.m last night of rifle so it's a sunday night maybe it wasn't six whatever sundown was and these dudes come out of this draw right on the other side i never heard a shot all day oh. mind you i was in that area so all they just the time. scooped him up i think yeah i think he just somehow got across with no blood and then yeah i think they grabbed him so it was a tanker too wasn't it <laughs> yeah i mean there's two big bucks that came out of there and one was a giant like it's like no way i get an opportunity like this yeah and the other one was like yeah, this is a nice opportunity. And then the two that ran out of there, I'd take any day. That's what I'd expect like caliber to take, you know, something like this. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, I'll take that, no doubt. And, dude, that is one of the two. Because one of the two big ones, you know, didn't make it out of there. Just yep. like, oh, my God. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know what happened with that deer. I, I hunted all the way to the end. Yeah, um, that just made me mad when you told me that story. I'm like, yeah. That had to been what happened. I mean, I I walked miles in two feet of snow for two days straight looking for this deer because I'm like, I don't want it to just die and yeah. then go yeah. to waste. And right. I, I, you know, who cares? If, and the biggest thing was like the guys that might have t- taken it, I wanted to just be like, hey, is that, you know, my deer yeah. potentially? Because you'd know, you'd know if it had two holes in it. Right. Yeah. And 
even then, if I if it was mine, I'd ask, you know, can I take the rack at least? You know, it's my yeah. first time play that game. Yeah. You know, or at least, you know, you guys can have the whole deer. I just want the yeah, antlers or, yeah. you know, or at least let me get a picture with it. I mean, something. Yeah. But I didn't even get that opportunity. I, I was mean, gassed when I got to the top of the hill. If I put myself in their shoes and I see a dead deer sitting there, right? Like, okay, I, I, I may take it. Mm-hmm. But if I see the guy that probably killed it, and his car's in the parking lot, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give it up, or at least ask, inquire, yeah. like, hey, do you think? Because I mean, you can tell if it's an arrow, yeah. or a bullet hole, yeah. You know, you know what weapon? You, you clearly can see what weapon you're using. Yeah. So that's that's the disappointing part is that you know I, I wouldn't want to just leave a deer die and rot away. You yeah. Know what I mean, right. Or, or get you know get eaten by the coyotes but at the same time like they knew you were there right so it's every just, day it's so disappointing same forerunner same dude mm-hmm. with the bow and it's the same blue utv yeah. <laughs> you know and most likely residents too because yeah. it's really hard to draw a oh, gun yeah. tag out there as a non-resident and even a resident even residents can take yeah. up to seven years i mean and to just make things worse is like three quarters to a mile back that I had to walk through all this snow and I was just hosed from walking so much that day. And I'm like, just a ride back. I'm like, yeah. just give me something. And they, <clears throat> they came out with all that draw and they just gunned it. I'm like, damn. I'm <laughs> like, dude, You're exhausted. And pissed off. Yeah. Yeah. Jerks. So yeah, I don't know this. Um, I put in probably, I mean, probably a good solid eight hours now on e-scouting for South Dakota. Cause I, I know it's, there's less public land. Um, I might have an opportunity with a family that owns like almost a county's worth of acreage. Um, so that'd be great. That'd be know? good because you that'd can be go insane. earlier too. Yeah. And then like the people I know that it's just like a, a ranch and they're like, yeah, they don't really hunt. And if they do, it's just like during rifle season and mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, you're guaranteed to be done in the first weekend. So that'd that's be great. Cool. But I'm just trying to find like public land that's going to be worth our time since I kind of know what I'm trying to look for, I guess, you know, I haven't been out there that much. I've never been to South Dakota, but I think that's why I'm not like as excited. Cause like if, if we did like all of us drew, Oh man, dude, I'd be, I'd be like, I'm One going day. right there. I don't know where to go, but I tell you what though, cases of beer and bottles of wine go a long ways. Yeah. I'm getting permission. Okay. Yeah. That hmm. works. If you yeah. know where they live, just start sending it or yeah i mean i've got points already like all over <laughs> south dakota just like i'm gonna check there 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 and there but yeah. um yeah we'll, we'll see i i know there's a lot of things i'll change and like a big thing that screwed me over so many times last year is all that snow that north dakota got hit with mm-hmm. and even when i was there it's just you know the the bucks were dumb they're you know full of does which was great but now you have 20 sets of eyes and yeah. noses and ears listening and seeing your movements and then I never thought I'd ever have this moment in my life, but I had multiple stocks ruined by bighorn sheep. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, dude, come on. Mm. Like, what are the odds? Like there's this monster right here and I, I want to scoot down this way, but the ewes are sitting here feeding the rams up here. I'm like, like what are the odds? Boo. Just, yeah. It's awesome. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you got some good solid leads on South Dakota so far. That's yeah. Good. And then I've got points for, I just got the notification. I got the point for, um, Colorado. So I'll probably wait a couple of years for that for deer. And then mm-hmm. should have an elk one coming. And then I've got the point for big horn for Colorado. That was confirmed too. So mm-hmm. we'll be waiting for years for that one, but it'll probably yeah. take you a little while. Yeah. 
Well, cool. Well, I wasn't so lucky this year. I didn't draw North Dakota. I thought I had a good chance because I had two points. Didn't draw. Um, so I got like an 80% chance next year. Uh, and then um, thought I would draw a bear tag this year. Didn't draw a bear tag, even though I'm still. So then I was thinking I'd go OTC Colorado. And then now I'm like kind of backpedaling on that and thinking I might save my change um, for if I, you know, can draw a better tag and then just have that money kind of set aside and then just go spend a week up in the boundary water screwing around. I was going to say locally draw a better tag. Yeah. Well, and I applied for Minnesota elk, but that's not going to (laughs) happen. When did we need that in? I would be shocked. I think it's June 6th. Oh boy. I better do that for Minnesota elk. Yeah. It's only five bucks. Yeah, it's cheap. But you have uh, most areas are, well, the better ones, you have, what is it, like, there's two tags in the, in the better areas, like, seven, 800 people apply. So. Yeah. Yeah, we had a customer here that he came in, like, last year, and he's like, yeah, I drew the Minnesota elk tag. I'm like, really? Like, that's pretty rare. Yeah, and super rare. this was, like, the year before, and he actually was successful. I'm like, hmm. do you know the percentages of that? And the, the guy mm-hmm. honestly had no idea. He's like... No, I just thought it was pretty sweet. I'm like, let me just show you the DNR stats real quick. I'm like, yeah. you're kidding me. That's pretty far up north, right? Yeah, uh, it's right on yeah, the border. Kinda, yeah, I mean, it's right on the border. I guess I think of things in perspective now, like driving yeah. 10 hours to go to, you know, out west and hunt. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, yeah. Nebraska, what was that, like six hours, seven hours? Uh, we were looking at like 12. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I would say way up north is, is whatever now. If I'm staying in the States, like, whatever, I'll do it today. Well, and it's it, it's kind of one of those hunts, too, where you just you get a hold of the local DNR, and they'll tell you where the herd is, and you just yeah. have to, if it's private, you know, you just got to get permission. And most of the landowners are fine with it anyways because that's part of the reason why they keep, keep the numbers down because of the depredation they have in the fields, and they wreck fences and all that kind of stuff. So most landowners are more than willing to let you hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, but that'd be, that'd be cool. Oh, yeah. You know? But yeah. I know that if you've... I, they don't have a point system, but I know that for the people who have applied for 10 years or more, they get put into the pool, like, or they get drawn oh. first. Okay. Um, so if you've been in for a while, like you've got yeah, a but better not shot consistently. in a way. Yeah. I think I've applied maybe six years or something like that. So, um, but that'd be super cool if I drew that. Um, aside from that though, yeah, I just kind of figured I'm not drawing anything. Maybe that's a sign that I should take a, take a break i'll you know i'll hunt whitetails and stuff like that but since we're talking about the dakotas i thought i would tell a quick story about um what i call the the thanksgiving buck shot it on thanksgiving day and uh kind of a cool story i'm hunting with my buddy ben and um, i had been hunting with him for several years up to that point and going back to like what i was telling you guys about how we decide who's going to take a stock or whatever. Well, we didn't really have to do much deciding because he was always spotting him before I could. Cause he had, you know, you just, you start to figure out like what you're looking for. And he would always spot him before me every time I could never. And then, so he was like, well, you know, I, I don't know. I, 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 I wouldn't want to shoot him, but do you want to shoot him? I'm like, heck yeah, I do. And he's clear across this draw. I mean, he's got to be a mile away. I don't know. <laughs> super far away right but i was just like all right let's just start closing in on him start closing ground so we just we kind of worked our way over there and tried to get into position and um the other cool thing about closing that ground is is you'll bump other deer too which sometimes it's kind of like oh i don't want to bump deer but 
man, they, they, they just kind of circle around you and come back. Yep. Oftentimes, you know, they like to stick to that core area, especially during the rut. Right. And if there's does in there and there's a hot doe, they're, they're not going to go anywhere. So, but on our way over there, we spot this buck and, um, had these two like sticker points coming out. I think of his G twos. I can't remember. I've got, I've got his dead head at home, mm-hmm. which that I'll lead to that part of the story. Uh, but, um, so it was like, okay, do I keep going after the buck I'm originally going after, or do I try to go after this guy? Well, he had already, he was kind of sitting up on top of this, um, or out in this point, and he was looking right at us. So I'm like, okay, we're already busted, so let's just keep moving. So we go over there, and we're trying to find this buck, and can't find him, and didn't have any luck. And there's a bunch of cattle. There's, like, free-range cattle out in this area, so they're milling around and stuff, and Ben starts getting, you know, impatient, starts getting bored, and starts picking up cow pies and throwing them at the cows and starts chasing after him, pretending he's a bull and making all kinds of noise and stuff. And so he chases this whole herd of cattle down this draw, right? Just makes a, just a, sounds like a freight train going through the, through the woods, chases him down through this area, whatever. And so then we're just like, all right, well, we didn't, you know, we're not going to get them. So let's just start working our way out. So we start working our way out and we get up on this, point and we look across and we can see the buck and he's probably well Ben ranges him it was like 92 or 93 yards something like that right and uh it's like all right well I was like "Ah, that's too far I can't take that shot and at that time um we had been doing exhibition exhibition shoots ahead of Tom Knapp at game fair I was gonna say is this game fair that's awesome so before the 100-yard shoot, before they were doing that as a competition out uh, at Game Fair, me and Randy Herman and Frank Welsh and Eric Nathy and I think, it was, I think it was just us. And so we would shoot balloons at 100 yards just to entertain the crowd while they were waiting for Tom Knapp to come out. Um, and uh, what's his name? Ron Shera would be kind of MC in the whole thing, whatever. Oh. So we were practicing a ton out on Nathy's property, shooting at 100 yards, 120 yards, practicing a ton. And so um, it, Ben just looks at me. There's, f- for, like, the first time in history, there's no wind in North Dakota. <laughs> and he's like, dude, the conditions are perfect. You can make that shot. I was like, oh, man, I don't know. I'm like, all right, dial in my sight, pull back. I got all the time in the world, right? You know, there's take my time, take my time, breathe everything, you know, pull the trigger. What the arrow literally left the broom. Like I couldn't see it. It went over the broom I had. So I completely lost sight of the arrow. And then all of a sudden I see it come down. It drops down like a bomb. Oh, and you know, and they're, they're so far away. I have, I have no idea what happened. They all run off and I'm like, yeah, right. You know, this ain't happening, but all right, let's go over there and look. So we go over there and look and there's blood. (laughs) And I'm like, no way. We're looking around. We can't find my arrow. We can't find it. And we kind of can hear some commotion going down in the um, down in the pines in this draw. So it was like, well, let's just back out. We'll come back in the morning. So we backed out, come back, and there he was. He was dead right there Jeez. within, I don't know, maybe 45, 50 yards of where I shot him. Jesus. That's, that's a insane. perfect shot. <laughs> that's nuts. <laughs> right in the heart? No. Right in the lungs? Wasn't, no, but it was, Yeah. Right in the pump station? Yep. Right Double lung? Yeah. <laughs> nice. I don't remember. I don't, I don't know. Um, 
but he's dead. Whatever, wherever that arrow went, I can't remember because it's been so long now. I think it sh- I think it was 2012. So we're talking 11 years oh, ago. Jeez. Yeah. But that's the buck that's hanging out here in the in the pro shop. One of one of two. The other one's from South Dakota. So. And there was no snow, was there? No, no snow. Yeah, I hunted a week before Rick, like before Thanksgiving, <laughs> and I had three feet of snow. I was going through. Yeah, it can be. It's hit or miss. I mean, yeah. we've had. I, I would say about half the years I've hunted out there, there's snow on the ground. And the other years and there's it's, and it and it can be a, a blessing and a curse right yeah can, i loved it it can quiet your footsteps it can make them louder it can you know it's nice when you shoot something it's easy to track but yep. and if you get a hot day that glazes over the top it's so crunchy and it's like yeah you may as well just not even bother just go home because yeah i had that and that was terrible the herd hears you no problem and then it's also great though because it's just like a, a huge it's just like looking at a black speck on a white piece of paper. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, oh, right there. Mm-hmm. I, there it cuts all the work out. But, mm-hmm. dude, it's, yeah, when, when the crunchy snow's there, oh, my God, it killed me every time. Mm-hmm. It's just like that one that we also put a stock on 100 yards away, and it's like my buddy's knee rolls over because we're sick of, you know, kneeling on the ground, and mm-hmm. that dude looks right up. And I'm like, God dang it. <laughs> so that, that brings me back to um, what I was uh, – with that buck that I shot to, uh, it, what's nice is if you are hunting in an area that has cattle, right? The deer are kind of used to hearing some of that noise. So that can help mask some of that because all the goofing oh, yeah. around Ben and I were doing up there, it didn't alert the deer because they were used to the cattle being in there and moving around. Mm-hmm. So that can, that can be helpful. I mean, there's been times where we've, <laughs> we've literally pretended to be a cow. <laughs> like he gets in front like this and then I, get down behind him and try to create the back of a cow. And then we try to run across a clearing, you know what I mean? So yep. we can, and we, it, we pulled it off. Like That's they don't nuts. know we're people. Cause we're, you know, <laughs> right. These deer were staring at my buddy and I, like we were just like stacked up like that too, but it's just, the snow was so crunchy. It's like one of us would move our feet or something. They just knew right away. They're just like mm-hmm. looking over there. Like, what is that? And there's no cattle out there. So it's like, they, they knew it was, you know, the gig was up so me and my buddy cal used to have a lot of fun with one of those um moo cow montana decoys i was just gonna say oh, was yeah, it was the montana decoy yeah we would just goof around and stock up on does and stuff and i remember there was a buck once that kind of caught us up on this we were climbing up this uh ridge and uh all of a sudden we look over and there's this white tail kind of out of place a little bit just staring at us and i'm like shoot man what do we do and he just like pulls the moo cow out from his pack and then just <laughs> <laughs> pops it open <laughs> it didn't work but <laughs> he still the buck was still standing there like wait what yeah transformed into or a like cow pretending making it pretend to eat you know I imagine like, hunting with ben has just gotta be stupid fun oh man he's a riot he, yeah, he I'm definitely sure. has a lot of fun yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a good time i miss hunting with him i hope we can i hope i can get out and hunt with him again sometime soon but Should have him hook you up with the montana tags well, we've talked about it, but man, that's a, that's a lot of money. It is. That's what's keeping me out of there right now. And that brings us to shiny objects. This is our segment where we talk about our uh, current or new obsession or some new product or something um, in, in, our, in our world that is really exciting or that we're losing sleep over. We're going to start with you, Hollywood. What's oh, up? me? Yeah, I you. Mean, oh, boy. Well, I've been golfing a lot lately now that I'm done, so Ooh. with turkeys, but <laughs> no, I usually do the golfing thing in the summers now, but uh, I'd say my shiny object 
right now is probably just getting back into the target stuff. Like, I mean, yeah. you guys saw I'm just mm-hmm. back chasing after the paper. Mm-hmm. Um, That's good. Hopefully take out Broadwater next year. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll never be I think you got to change. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, I think that's my big thing right now. I mean, it's kind of slower season, so there's not an, not a lot of companies are releasing stuff either. So yeah, it's just kind of the time to R&R. Um, back, I think you said this a couple episodes ago, but Aero Customizers, mm-hmm. that's kind of the fun thing right now, but... Yeah, yeah, for myself, I'm just heavily focused on fixing myself with paper. So, not that I have target panic. It's just knowing every single, every single step, like thing that my body's doing, just to mm-hmm. know I can do it every single time. So, right. for sixty arrows. So, and that helps yeah. with hunting season too. Oh yeah, definitely. Because yeah, I mean, totally. I didn't even mm-hmm. think of it till you just said that. But like when I drew back on that bird, I'm just like, okay, shoulders back, aim, get out of the aiming window start mm-hmm. executing shot go boom mm-hmm. and done so yeah. i mean yeah there's some podcasts i listen to with good old shot iq so oh, <laughs> um man. yeah i've been focusing a lot on that stuff so i guess that's my thing right now no that's good that's good with with some of these new ideas that are coming out and all that kind of stuff it's good to get back into it and really start to figure this stuff out so. oh yeah yeah especially since it's slower yeah exactly what about you guys um Right now, you want to? I can go first. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I always got to ask. Right now, my shiny object is probably tack. Um, total archery challenge. I leave tomorrow. Um, yeah. I'm hopping on a plane and going to Pennsylvania. That's awesome. So we'll be filming out there, and yeah, that's it's gonna be interesting. Like, in, like fun though. Mm-hmm. Like a good interesting because I've never been to attack. Um, I've never met a lot of the people out there. And I've never got to experience it, so. Luckily, work brought me there, mm-hmm. um, so I'll be filming out there and be filming with Chris. Um, I met Chris B. last year. Yeah. I filmed his Kentucky hunt, and he's an awesome guy, and he uh, he's allowed me to do quite a bit of work for him a yeah. little bit here and there. That's so, cool. so it's it's fun. So that's what I'm excited about because I leave tomorrow at 7 a.m. So I got to get home and pack. And <laughs> that's so cool. When you told going. me that today, I was like, "What? No so way!" So I'll be out there for a couple of days and then head back and. I'm done with school. I'm excited with that. Don't have to worry about that anymore. And and just kind of scouting deer and getting cameras out and putting minerals out. And that's what I'm excited for too. When I yeah. get back, there's a lot of preparation work to be done. Yeah, absolutely. How about you? Yeah. I mean, I'm a little bit jealous of the tack. I was hoping we'd go to South Dakota, but Damon's going to be gone. So, um, yeah. Uh, I'm excited for summertime shooting, get out and shoot some long range and yeah, just, I don't know, shoot, start running stuff for deer, and I buy I bought a camera, so more behind-the-scenes oh, stuff. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Good. you'll see a lot of that. He got a camera, what, like a week ago? No, um, probably a couple weeks ago now. A couple but weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, so I'm stoked. A lot right more on. angles and a lot more content coming out on the page. Um, yeah, man. So that's good. And like you said, shooting, we need to start practicing long distance, mm-hmm. like now. Mm-hmm. Um, what's... What's yours? Oh, I suppose I should yeah. talk about mine, huh? Shiny object. It's sitting right there. We talked, we alluded to it a little bit earlier, but it's uh, yeah, my new bow finally showed up. I ordered it. Gosh, I don't know, back in December, something like that. Uh, PSE Mach 34. Here it comes. It's green. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I don't know. Can I? I can't see the camera, so I can't. See I gotcha. It's, but. it's partially yeah, right there. Sweet. Right there she be. I love the white. Uh, the white axe. text on yeah, that yeah. limb, yeah, it looks awesome. Sweet, and it's light. I felt <clears throat> it. It's very light. Yeah, so we got the 
um, the Stoker Eyes <laughs> M1 stabs on here, the eights. Got one out front, one out back, but I, I don't know. I'm going to have to play around. I don't think they balance right, so I'm going to have to change that up a little bit. Got the uh, Gen 7X on here because this is one of the few bows on the market right now that our integrate our uh, GI8 does not fit on um, yep. because of the because of the roller guard there. But um, yeah, my wife inspired the color. Her co favorite color is green, so she helped me decide on that. And uh, yeah, went with the uh, Coca Bola and silver on the strings and cables and. That's about it. Got the EC2 cam on it. I originally had the S2 cam when I ordered it, but Hollywood and I went and shot some bows. Uh, we shot them at the ATA show, and I was like, Oof, it was a little too stiff. So I decided to go with the EC2. It's a little smoother draw. And what site are you thinking of throwing on that? I'll probably just transfer over my the kingpin, uh, my, kingpin yeah. my optimizer, uh, HHA. Haven't got on the, haven't got on the, uh, the dialed bandwagon oh, yeah. yet. You got... Uh, team HHA over on this side of the table and yeah. team dialed over there. So. They make a color match for that, I believe. I'm sure they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would look really good. You could probably get like a brown dial on it too. I'm already thinking about the setup I'd run. That's sweet. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting. I haven't honestly haven't even shot it yet. I was hoping to shoot it before this so I could talk a little bit about that, but um, haven't had a chance. And obviously, like you said, I don't have a sight on it yet or anything. So excited to get that out and start shooting and goof around and you know get some shots through it on my lunch break and that's sweet now that we're starting to get the the podcast kind of dialed in and 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 figuring out how to um, the process of getting everything going quickly i look forward to getting that out and hopefully we can all start dropping some bombs Heck yeah. yeah yeah we definitely should get together and shoot yeah yeah for sure I'd a lot more bunker or i i still want to know if we can figure out a way that we can shoot out on the side of the here. building here if we if we built something like what a1 has yeah know, big where, old berm yeah where you can only shoot so high and that right. way you can ensure that your arrows aren't going to go flinging but i don't know if anoko will have that yeah i've already been shooting the 80 yards over at bunker just getting ready I just can. i don't know what when the summer comes out i'm just like you griff or i'm just like yeah i'm ready to send some bombs like yeah bunker doesn't even go far enough i'm just like Give me the, the 120 that my sight tape runs to. Like, I actually have 130, but I might have clearance issues. But I'm like, mm -hmm. dude, give me the distance. Like, <laughs> that's what I want to see an 80 pound bow. Yeah, exactly. With my you short just, draw. You can just fling. Yeah. <laughs> Lighter arrow, but mm -hmm. nothing with that crazy FOC stuff. I'm still at yeah, right. 60 pounds. I might. I might get new limbs, honestly, because I, I feel like I could bump it up. I'm confident and I want to get a little bit more speed. Yeah. I'd so. say just like be mindful for cold weather. Oh, like yeah. everyone always hits me on that. They're like, can you do it in cold weather? I'm like, I wouldn't be shooting this if I could. So, and if I can't, then I guess I'll just turn some, you know, limb bolts out. Otherwise yeah. I'd run a 75 pound bow. Yeah. No right. big deal. Like it's just make sure you're comfortable. Still going to go in the deer and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've killed deer at 50 pounds and 40 even, I think. So, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. we're good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Well, all right. We should probably cut it short here. We're almost hitting two hours. So yeah. um, time flies. Yeah. Well, folks, you can uh, you can find the range podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. Head over and give uh, give us a follow on both those pages. You can uh, give me a follow at Ricky Wayne 80 on IG and Ricky W. Bruley on Facebook. For me, Jake Ivy three on Instagram and Jake Iverson with the Hollywood 
in parentheses on Facebook. And these boys. Yeah, we got all for one creative on Instagram, and then um, Griffin underscore Lavig on Instagram. Yeah, what he said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all for one creative. Look it up. Um, you can find us there. We try and post a few times a week. Um, right now, we're struggling a little bit with lost footage, but. We, uh, you can find us on there. You can find me at all for one underscore Damon D A M O N. So definitely go check them out guys. Uh, yes. check out their content. They're very talented, sweet um, stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you'll also see a lot of their content coming up on our pages here mm-hmm. as well. And, um, again, be sure to head over to our YouTube channel. Uh, if you like the video, hit a, hit that thumbs up button and make sure to subscribe so you can be up to date on all things archery. And with that, we are going to pack up our bows and arrows, and we're going to leave the range. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you. Peace. Vapor Trail is now offering an exclusive discount to the range podcast listeners. Enter promo code TRP15, that's T-R-P-15, at checkout for 15% off VTX bowstrings and Vapor Trail and Stoke Rise branded t-shirts, hats, and other gear.